This is Soul to Soul, the show with Nessie. Sup, Soul fam, it's Nessie here. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to season two of Soul to Soul, the show where I share my best stories of what it's like being a black woman in Korea and just also general whatlessness because, you know, sometimes this show descends into chaos. Season two, we're back, we're brighter, we're starting some new things. I'm actually recording this on video as well to upload onto the YouTube channel that somehow I've forgotten over the months. But I'm here with my first ever guest. It's such an honor, it's such a joy, and he's been begging me for months to have him on the podcast. So let me not say anything. Please introduce yourself, special guest. Oh, hello. My name is Sebastian. Um, I have a YouTube channel called mm. Chipoyo, where I basically do lifestyle in Korea stuff. Mm. And I'm Vanessa's friend from long time. Yeah. We have um, many, um, like a lot of experiences in events and as a friends. So yeah, very nice time with you here. <laughs> I'm so nervous. <laughs> Please don't be nervous. It's quite funny because before we started recording this, Sebo was like, oh, what, what if I say something wrong? What if I do this? What if I like, no one really cares. If, I, if anything goes wrong, that makes it more interesting for the podcast because then all the fans will be like, oh yeah, da, 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 da. so don't worry about it. Um, the reason why I wanted to have guests on the show, though, is because, I mean, for 40-odd episodes now, you've heard stories about my life being a foreigner in Korea. But obviously, there are, you know, over 1.2 million foreigners living in Korea. And it just so happens a lot of them are in Seoul. And a lot of those people who are in Seoul are my friends. So I want to integrate other people's stories into this show as well to get a wider spectrum because we're all different i make an emphasis on the point that this is a foreigner uh friendly show mm. especially on the viewpoint of a black british person ah. seba where are you from um my story is a little weird but long story short mm. um i was born in australia then i lived in chile my parents are from chile so i speak spanish language it's in what is this? Uh, no, it's okay. Go on. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. So um, English is in my way. It's in a way my mother language, mm. but it's not at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I cannot speak English. You can tell, <laughs> but um, I do what I can. And Spanish is my, I would say, my first language. And I'm from Chile. I consider myself Chilean person. So Chilean Australian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That is something that you don't hear often, but it's, it's an interesting mix. Um, and it's quite funny that the first time I met Seba is through our mutual friend, Angelina. Uh -huh. Like literally every foreigner who comes to Korea, they meet Angelina, first yeah. of all. She was the first person who I met even before I came to Korea back in 2014. And every friend who I've known through her, how we've stayed in contact and everything and i knew you mm. being chilean but i never realized i think it was maybe about six months later that i realized actually no you were born in australia and mm. that just completely blew my mind this is actually the first time i say it mm. in like everywhere like i think no one knows this <laughs> it was something very like maybe i'm not going to say because why but mm. 
I mean, to be honest, like, <laughs> it's not really relevant, is it? But then yeah. like, at the same time, it kind of is because yeah. it is your identity. Yeah. It is where you're from. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, you know, Jay from Day Six, mm. who was born in Argentina. Yeah. But he grew up in America. So like, he doesn't go around going, oh, I'm Argentinian. Yeah, that's <laughs> and right. then it, like, it is that's what right. it is. So, but I want to hear your story and I want the Soul fam to hear mm. your story. So, first of all, when did you come to Korea? Did you come on holiday? Did you come, like, first of all, as a vacation? Did you come uh, just, you know, experiencing the bright lights of Seoul? Like, how did it all start for you? All start back in the 2011. Mm. The first time I came to Korea, uh, I got this. There's like a special um scholarship program something like that in the Ooh. embassy where they like basically take you to korea for 10 days Mm-mm-mm. and they you, you know you just go to another cities like jeonju busan seoul and during these 10 days you can visit everywhere so that's the first time i came to korea the second time i came to korea was in 2014 mm-hmm. that was only because i wanted to be part of the super juniors mamacitas promotion mm-hmm. Uh, as a very super junior big fan, uh, I, I really wanted to experience this like promotion, Hualdong, how you say here in, in Korea. So wait, you literally came over just for the promotions? In that time, yes. <laughs> that is dedication, fam. Yeah, that, yeah. Is, that is dedication. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. So after that? And after that, uh, uh, of course, I came back to Chile and then I came here again in mm. 2016. Then I think that's when we met. Yeah. And uh, we, no, wait, we met in the 2014. In, in the bus. Ah, yes, B- yes. B- BAP. Oh, no, that's 2015. That was 2015. No, 14. I wasn't here in 2015. Oh, it must be 14. Goodness, we've known each other for that long. Or oh, was it 16? <laughs> oh, no, no, was it the 16? I'm so sorry. Was it the 16? Namula. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it wasn't so. So yeah, then, yeah. after 2014, I came to Korea in 2016, mm. and then we met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we met in the in that bus because you was dancing to Para Para. Oh yes, yes. And I was like, "Girl, there is another human <laughs> in Korea who know Para Para." And I was like, "No, th- I need to go to this girl because you know how difficult it is find someone who likes Para Para." No, I mean- Trust me, even in like the UK, around the world, doesn't matter. No one, I think I know about two people who know about Para Para. It's mm. you and Arturo. Yeah. <laughs> the only two people who know. So yeah. But was it BAP or was it was it not um oh, CM Blue? No, first was BAP. First was BAP and yeah. then CM They Blue. made us broke this stupid car. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. Crushed so, the car. Uh, anyone who may be querying going, what on earth are these people talking about? We did a lot of music videos back in the day. Mm, like uh, extras. Yeah, yeah. We did a lot of extra work because um, especially around that time, having foreigners in, in the background of video was like the cool thing yeah. to have. And, you know, the, with the contacts that we have, we were like the first people to be thought of and be like, can you be in our music video? So that's mm. why you end up seeing the same people yeah. every single time in these videos. Um, but no, I mean, that's how we made friends and that's how mm. we got in contact with each other and we just kept in touch. That's right. So then after that, so after 2016, mm. what, what, what happened? So I came to, to Korea in 2016 to like study Korean and mm. then do my master's degree. 
So basically, I came to Korea to live in this very shigol, <laughs> uh, very, how do you say that in English, like far away countryside? Countryside, yeah, yeah. in the countryside. In the countryside yeah. of Korea is a city called Nonsan. Mm. And then there was a very non-well-known <laughs> university called Konyang University. So mm. I studied there like Korean language for, for about a year. Mm. And then I in 2017, from that city, I moved to Seoul to Kyungi Dehakyo to study my master's degree. Mm. So that's and until now, Sigum mm. Kaji, mm. still here in front of you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's so interesting. So actually, we moved to Korea in at the same year. In the yeah, same year. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So we we, we must have came around the same because what month did you move? Because I moved to Korea in September. I moved in July. Ah, oh, so a few months before mm. I did. Okay, fair enough. Um, and what was your master's, may I ask? Like, what did you study? I studied public administration, mm. which is, you know, people think public administration, you are like a public worker. Mm -mm -mm. But the master's degree, I will say it was more most focused on management, mm -hmm. like management of group of people or, you know, efficiency and doing process the fast, fastest way and the better way possible. Mm. So that's, that's how it, oh. We're, we're getting a lot of messages on my phone on yeah. one of the recordings, yeah. And that, that's how I, uh, it's public administration, but mm. I will say like more management focus. Mm. Yeah, something like that. Okay. And may I ask, mm. why do a master's in Korea? Like, why did you not like finish your education back in Chile and then come to Korea mm. with the masters. Uh, like, how was your Korean at that point? Was the was the course all in mm. with, in Korean or was it in English? Like, how did it go? The thing is, I will say that I could study a master's degree in Chile. That's right. Mm. But even on that in that age. Uh, I will say I wanted to have new experiences, like even more new experiences. Mm -mm -mm. So I was like, okay, why don't we go there? We see how it is, how it works. And I will say that Korea has this very, you know, trapping vibe that you like in some yeah, yeah, way yeah, to yeah. stay here. And of course, why not to say, I don't know if UK is the same, but in Chile also every time it's getting a little bit more dangerous mm. or maybe, you know, as a, as a society problem, mm. we have to recognize, recognize that. So I was like, okay, let's try this opportunity mm. uh, that it has given to me. So that's why it was Korea. But now if you ask me why Korea, mm. I think we can talk <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's coming up in a future episode. I mean, you touched upon an interesting point uh, there about how like the situation mm. is changing back in our home, yes. uh, our home countries. Like for me, the deciding factor was like the first time I came to Korea was 2014, um, September 2014, actually, mm. September, October. But I came um, for a vacation and every six months I came back. For vacation mm. and each time I came back I found myself missing the city mm. more and more yeah like you know I like it got to a point where I was like oh, no, I need to stay here mm. and around the time as well what was happening in the UK was Brexit mm. um and things were starting to get a little more unstable mm. in terms of work I wasn't really developing in terms of my my work where I was mm. I was in the same job for three years I got one pay rise and none of my accounts that I was doing. So I was, I was working in an advertising uh, agency. Um, 
And interestingly enough, I was like the only black person in that agency as well. So I felt that was, that kept me away from every other person who was in the office Hmm. to give an opportunity. And I was like, you know what? I'd rather be obviously discriminated against than secretly discriminated against, Mm. you know? So it was like, let me go to a country where I feel like I'm more comfortable. Mm. And I remember having that conversation with my mother saying, you know, mom, I I, I don't want to stay in the UK anymore. There's nothing for me here. I need to move. And then she was like, you know what? Go for it. Because she herself was an immigrant child. Mm. She came from the Caribbean Mm. to the UK. She Mm. said, I did that for me to provide a future for my children. Now Mm. it's time for you to go and do whatever you need to do. So actually touching upon that, how did your family feel about you like studying and then doing long-term stay in Korea? Is is that a touchy subject or? No, it's, it's, I would say that I'm, I don't know if it's the correct word to say in English, like single son, the only son. Oh, only son. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. only son. So, of course, I, I think it, for, for, especially for my mom, mm. because my father lives in another country and my mom's still in Chile, but mm. I, like, my mom raised me up. Yeah, like, of course, of course. So I will say just, she feel, I mean, she lives now with my grandma, mm. so she's not alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's, uh, I, I, I think sometimes she miss me a lot. We mm. also talk a lot by, mm. you know, phones, course, like, yeah, thanks yeah. of internet. Yeah. I, I don't know how I how can I survive without talking with mom, you know? Mm-hmm. But the the good thing is that uh, before all this situation happened mm-hmm. in the world and everything, and my mom used to come like each year to Korea. Oh, that's a lucky thing, yeah. So I, I, was, I, I was in a situation that I could like invite my mom yeah. like every year to come to visit, you know? So I don't feel, I, I, I mean, I miss her, but at the same time, I'm so... Whoa, what was that? Oh no, anyone who's questioning, something fell from my phone. It was my BTS weapon thing that just fell off. For those of you who are on my YouTube channel, you would have known that I went to the BTS pop-up store and I bought something specifically for my phone to hold. It's been two months, the glue has fallen off, so it falls as well. Mm. <laughs> so that kind of scared Seppa. You will see this on the YouTube channel. <laughs> I was like, what's happening here? <laughs> but, you know, that's good because, like, you've done that. Um, I know Angie brought mm. her, her mom and her sister over a lot. Myra brought her parents as well. And But but but, but the thing is that uh, what I wanted to say, like, I'm so happy to, when my mom comes to Korea, mm. every time she comes, like, me to introduce Korea to her, mm. you know, like, okay, today we are going, we have this plan. Mm. For example, the last time my mom come, I took her all the way to Paju. Mm. She didn't know what the heck was Paju, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went to Paju and then we climb a, a little mountain, whatever. And my mom has no idea what we was looking or whatever. Mm. So at that point, I said to my mom, look by this um, long distance lens. Uh, yeah, the telescope. Telescope yeah, thing, yeah. look by here. And she said, yeah, but what is this? That's North Korea. <laughs> and she was like, what? <laughs> I said, yeah, that's North Korea. Mm. Because there's a point in Seoul. Yeah. I mean, Paju is still like, ni- not like, near, but... Gyeonggi. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah, now you're looking at North Korea. And my mom was like, oh my God, like, 
where I am. Mm -hmm. Like, and of, of course, you see the news and everything and people get scared, like, oh my God, I'm going to die, whatever. And <laughs> by looking through a telescope. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, because in that time, there was all also these, you know, oh, yeah, the tensions of, were really heightened at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but but it was funny because she was like, oh my God. And she, by the way, like right after called all the, you know, brothers and yeah. sisters like, <laughs> you know what? I was about to go to North Korea. <laughs> Parents over-exaggerated. Of course. And my grandma's like, oh my God, my daughter is not coming back home. Like, what are we going to do? And I was like, it's not that, uh, you know, heavy, but okay. I will say fun. And, and for, for the drama. For the drama. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I don't know, like go to Kyombokum or the Kwanghamun incense mm. and wear handbox with my mom. We mm. took some pictures. Actually, my mom is a very funny person to mm. make content for youtube for example yeah. oh my god like she she literally like i was doing my b blogs and stuff and yeah. my mom can do random stuff and people get off of me like they <laughs> i have no more attention my mom is the center of attention yeah, 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 yeah. My, mom, my mom see like uh, bts stuff and she go over like oh these are my kids you're not my kid anymore i was like mom <laughs> first of all those are my kids <laughs> Second, I'm Yorkie. <laughs> exactly. How dare you abandon me? You know, parents are like that in a way. My mother, um, my mother is the oldest of, like, in terms of her family. Mm. So she's the matriarch of the family. Um, but she is the funniest woman that I've ever known. Mm. No one makes me laugh like my mum. Like, so I will nice. never cross my mum. Like, I'm always polite. Mm. Like, some of the kids who I used to grow up in, in school, they'll be like, oh, hey, mum, what's this? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, but if I'm talking to my mum, yes, mum. Okay, mum. Like, I have to be very, mm. very polite. But then at the same time, she would... There, there's a video that I have on my Instagram that I saved because it's the funniest video that I've ever had. It's the last time I went to the UK and um, we were cooking dinner because, I, like, I was back, so the whole family was there to, to, to celebrate. And my sister is playing, like, soca. Soca is, like, music from the West Indies, the Caribbean, where my family is from. And we're all dancing. And my mum, because she's she's an older woman, mm. she's dancing with the food in the on the tray, but she's doing like the, the kind of like granny dance, and I'm I'm looking at her crying with laughter. <laughs> mum, please don't don't drop the food, don't drop the food. But she's just like, and I'm just like my mum, and then I'm laughing, and then my sister's laughing, and then my mum laughs, and she's got the best laugh of them all. When she laughs, everyone laughs. Mm. And her and her sisters, they're all the same. And I, I wish I was able to, I think because also because of my work, I wasn't able to bring my mum mm. to Korea yet. She wants to come, but I just haven't been able to do so because when you work as a teacher, you only get 10 days mm. of vacation. And a lot of those days go towards me going back home to yeah, the UK. Of course. And then with the hours that I worked and the location that I work, You can't, I can't leave my mum by herself because she'll be fighting everyone on the, on the, on the, on the underground <laughs> system. So, um. <laughs> you know, talking about that, like, like, Kapchegi now, this is like a mom conversation program. Yeah. But for example, my mom, in, in that sense, in outside, I had to work and do other stuff. So mm. my mom always said, like, I have no problem to stay in house. Like, mm -mm. because basically it's what she doing back home anyway back home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's retired so she's in in the home but when we go out whatever my mom is the, those kind of uh, women who can 
you know, she's like standing, waiting for the cross the street. Yeah. And she saw Ayushi or Ajuma, like a yeah. old girl or, mm. or a old woman, sorry, or, or man. And she's like, hello. <laughs> and, and, and she probably scared them. Yeah. Uh, and the Koreans are like, yeah, man. Yeah. Hot. Yeah. It's those kind of women who yeah. who like to start the conversation, like mm-hmm. give me more. So and, and the people like like her because she's like very I must mom. You know, I don't know what you do you think about this, but since I'm living here in Korea, yeah. I got a lot of social I mean, how can I say? In Chile it used to be more like uh, oh yeah, mm. but very loudy or yeah, very yeah, like yeah, huggy yeah. with people or just you know more so. That's Chilean culture. Yeah, 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 yeah. But now it's like don't talk to others, mm. don't look at others, mm. don't nothing to other people. Live your life, not any other's life. Oh, you 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 felt like that since coming to Korea. Yes, a little bit. So my mom was of of, of absolutely. The opposite. Mm. She's still in the Chilean vibe. So mm. she's like, oh, hello to everyone. Like, mom, you don't know them. This is the thing. That's, I think what my mom would do. I think my mom would fight as well. Like, <laughs> when it comes to, like, it, so those of you who don't know, like, on uh, public transport, there are specific seats for, like, older people. Mm. My mother is an older person. She doesn't, she just doesn't look it. And then I said to my mom, like, mom, if you, if, you're not, if there's no one sitting there, like, you can go and sit there. So, like, she said, Vanessa, if anyone's sitting there, and they're not moving me. I want to box them. Like, Mom, you can't fight these people. It's like, but I'm older than them. It's like, yes, you are, but you can't fight these people. And that's just part of the reason why I don't think I can leave my mama. <laughs> but, but let's look at it this way then. Mm. So now, like myself, this is going to be coming up towards your fifth year mm. coming to uh, moving to Korea. You've Completed your master's, yes? You've, yes, you've I finished completed. your master's. Yeah. Um, congratulations, by oh, the way. Thank I know, you very I, much. I know I probably haven't said it to you formally, mm. but congratulations on completing the master's. So now you're not a student. Uh, like, for those of you who don't know, when you're a student in Korea, you have to have a student visa. You mm. have to work as a student visa. Um, may I ask, what kind of visa do you have now? I have the... F uh, something visa, which is their residency, I will say something Ooh, like so, that. Uh, Seba has like the golden card of Korea. So. No, <laughs> no, I need to get married maybe to have the super super golden card. No, but actually, a lot of those people who are on marriage visas actually want the F two oh, yeah. visa because they get a lot more freedom. Yeah. Because the marriage visa is actually tied to the spouse. Yeah, which is not all. Always the best thing. Especially if you mm. get divorced or something yeah, like that. Course. Whereas at least the F2 visa is your mm. own visa. You exactly. can do what you want. Um, may I ask, mm. without going into too much detail, how difficult was the process for you to get the F2 visa? Do you feel like it was a lot of stress, a lot of hard work? Or was it quite simple? I mean, because especially you are from, um, not to say this into an, in a negative way, hmm. but in terms of like your Chilean heritage, yeah. you are from a non-lucrative country yeah. in the eyes of mm. like the Korean government. Yes. Whereas like me being from the UK, mm. specifically from the UK, um, it was a lot more, e- it, it, it probably will be a lot more mm. easier for me. So in that sense, did you use your Australian heritage to your advantage? No way. No way. Mm. Yeah. Because... I entered to Korea as a Chilean person. Oh, okay. So I'm Chilean. Mm. I have the Chilean passport, everything. My Dongluk Chung is even Chilean, yeah. everything. 
Dong Lokshun is the ID card. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, Seba <laughs> yeah. has a habit of of mixing both English, Korean, and Spanish all in one. Yeah, I'm so sorry. This, this is what happens when you're multilingual, but it's 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 a sign of intelligence. But yeah, <laughs> and, and then um, uh, yeah, I I will say to be honest that I don't think I will have more benefits being from. I mean, at, at the time to apply, being from Australia. Mm. And if I were American, mm. I don't think also I would have more benefits mm. because in the fact, the poker face people who are there yeah. in immigration office, they don't care. It, like they just, true. yeah, they just want to do the thing like fast, but as hard as possible for you as a person. Mm. So for me, getting in the process was very difficult because you have to, okay, for those who don't know, I don't know how it's in other countries, but I will say it's similar. Mm. For getting like different kind of visas or whatever, there is a thing called point system-based visas. Mm. So in Korea, basically for getting like the residency visa, you have to have certain points, yeah. which are 80. Mm. So there I was, I have my master's degrees mm. from a Korean university, which mm. helps me a lot. Mm. So that gave me extra points and whatever, whatever. And then I was missing everybody who is listening to me in this moment. I was losing one, I was missing, sorry, one point. Mm, yes. So I had 79. Yes, yes. Not the 80. No, I mean, once I finish my KIP level three, uh, I'll be 78. 78. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's so that in that moment was so frustrating to me. Yeah. Because I went there thinking I had 82. <laughs> but then I didn't have 82. I had the 90, like the 79 points. Mm. And actually, it was very weird um, because I was at home mm. after immigration office, after they got my papers, yeah. everything. After they told me, yeah, go home. When you go home, you know, you are... You think, oh, yeah, it's yeah. done, dusted, because, like, they've got everything. They didn't find a problem, yeah. But then I saw the phone, and I saw the immigration phone number calling mm. to my phone. I was like, please, please. Yeah. So I answered. They said, ah, you have only uh, 79 points. You couldn't reach the ADL. I said, why, why, why? Yeah, because you miscalculated. Mm, mm, mm. Is that... Yeah, miscalculated. Is okay, yeah. is that a word? I was like, <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, I was like, no, 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 no. And she said, please come tomorrow and get all your papers mm. because you cannot apply. Mm. You cannot apply. And I was like, ah, so then I will, I went back and I felt like playing these magic card training mm. game cards or Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. trading game cards because yeah, yeah, yeah. she gave me the paper. Mm. So, so I said, I, I don't know if you, someone ever watched Yu-Gi-Oh! It's mm. an anime about cards. And I felt like the, the character there because mm. it was like, but I have this card hiding here. Mm. And I put the card over my last card, I mm. would say. It was my tax, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And the rule in that in that moment was that if you had minimum income mm. or lower mm tax stuff yeah you can get one point so my income i was a student but i did an internship so i had a very like something little Hmm. but even that little was gave me the point which is fantastic so i gave the the card back and she was like oh yeah you got it (laughs) and i was like girl are you are you sure i don't want to go i don't want to come back back again you know because 
at that point, my stomach was just another mm. level. I had so much, so much stress. I was doing a video for this in my YouTube channel like some minutes ago because it's really frustrating and stressful mm. for a foreigner to live in Korea knowing you have to visit that place mm. because it's horrible. Mm, 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 mm. It's all, I, I don't know, Vanessa, if you think the same, but when I sit down there, like in front of the officer, mm. immigration officer, it's, they make you feel like you're doing something illegal. Yeah, I know. I, I get that a lot. I, I, I totally like, understand it's it. It's like, I'm a criminal. Yeah. And everyone has that feeling. Like you're yeah. sitting there, it's like, I'm not supposed to be here. Why am I here? Yeah. What is this? I, Blah, blah, blah. Um. Guys, we'll come, come come back and continue this. We're just going to take a quick break and continue listening onto the show. What happened? All right, so this episode is a bit of a long one, Soul Fam. So I'm giving y'all a break, you know, just have a cup of tea, have a biscuit, go to loo, pause, whatever. But... If this is your first time joining us on season two, don't forget to check the other episodes from season one on whatever streaming service you're on now. Okay, it's time. Let's get back to the episode. So when it came to that situation and you were in immigration and all the points were settled and all the stress and all the headache and blah, 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 that all settled... How did you feel? Um, to be honest, mm. I was like, I couldn't believe. Mm. I can't believe. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe. I can't believe. <laughs> but the thing is, I mean, people who's listening, maybe they will say, ah, but it's just a visa, you know, mm, yeah. like, whatever. But for work here in Korea and do what you want to do, yeah. it actually helps a lot. Mm. You don't, you, you can tell like a lot of people who I know who had to go back to their countries because it's so difficult, you know, to find a visa sponsor or something. Mm. So now that I have that little freedom, I will mm. call it like a little freedom for work and do the stuff I want, I feel good and... I have to renew my visa maybe on four or five months mm, yeah, yeah. again, but still now I'm nervous for, for that, yeah. you know? So it's like, oh my God, I have, I, I, and you know, the fun fact that I, I had a lot of problems in the immigration office with the before visas I had. Yeah. I mean, it's not a problem. It's just all, all the times you go, you just deal with different people. Mm. But for me, it always been the same person. <laughs> The same lady. It's strange how that works out, isn't it? I think this time that I went to renew my 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 E2, it was the first time I got someone different. Because I've always had the same, same lady. The same woman as well. Like the woman she has like shortish curly hair okay. that comes down to about hair. But this time I actually had like a young girl. Okay. And I think that's because um they've changed like the allocation for there's a different immigration because they had the new one that opened up, isn't it, in uh, in Magok. Mm. So I think some people have been moved to that um, one. With and more then, experience, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and then they have more. Uh, for those who, obviously, not many people will know this, but um, Seoul has 
three centers for immigration um, now. So there's the Tongno, which is like for central. That literally, I think it only covers Jongno. Um, you've got Seoul, which is in uh, Omokyo, that covers the east of Seoul and, mm-hmm. and some of the north. And then you've got Seoul, um, Seoul Southern, which is like west and like like less like Hongdae and stuff. And I don't know if you know this, but I had a very funny story of because my last visa um, run that I had to do not visa run like leaving the country, but the last time I had to get it renewed. Um, my work does everything for me, and they were like, "Oh, you have to go to like to the new Mago office." So I was like, okay, I'm prepared, blah, 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 blah. The first time I was like in a taxi, I went there and then I looked in the taxi map and then I saw that it was taking me to the Omokyo office. I was like, crap, no, I, I need to go to the Magog office. What do I What do? I do? And then I like, I indicated to the taxi driver, no, 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 please take me to the, the Magog office. And he was like, okay, fine, fine, right. So, cause we were stuck in traffic and I was re- like being aware that the time was cutting fine. I had about like 10 minutes left. I got there like five minutes late, handed my paper to the boy and he was like, it's tomorrow. So I was like, oh, so all of that stress for nothing. I wake up early for nothing. Okay, I'll go tomorrow, go there. I get there, plenty of time, did my print off, everything, blah, 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 blah. I get to the same boy. Wait, this isn't for, for Magot, this is for Amokyo. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bruv, could you not have told me that yesterday? <laughs> yeah, please. So then I'm there, and then there's just one other girl. I will <laughs> pay to, to, to see that guy, <laughs> like next time in the subway, like, ah, you're the girl. <laughs> so then I'm like, I literally have... <laughs> I literally have 15 minutes like to go do a mock girl. And another girl had was in the same situation as me because like her work told her that it was in uh uh in Magok as well. But actually it wasn't back in the mock girl. So they're like, we need to get a taxi Qu- quickly. I've never met this girl before. I'm like, okay, quick let's just jump in the taxi and just let's just go. May, may I ask the office depends of your where is your house or where is your job? Is your house. Okay. Because if it was my job, it would have been outside of Seoul. Mm. But because I live in like the most central Gu, Gu's being like districts. You have Jongno? No, I have, it's Omokyo. Omokyo. It's Omokyo. I, I also always had Jongno. Yeah. So, um, and I remember <laughs> hilariously when I got there and mm. I literally, as I got into the building, rash rushed in, my number was on the board. So I was literally the next person. So I saw as I stepped into the office, the light just flashed my number. I was like, praise Jesus. I just mm. gave everything. It's like, okay, fine. We'll get it. It's lunch break now. So come back in an hour and then we'll get everything sorted for you. It's like, thank the Lord. But again, I was panicking because like, is it because I was late? Could something happen? Mm. Something wrong happen? Got the card back. It was like, totally mm. fine. But the, usually they are like 30 minutes late yeah so that helps a little bit I, I think that's what was happening in the corner of my mind as well i was thinking you know i i've never had my appointment on time mm. i've always been like it's always been 15 minutes or 20 minutes mm. or later so like i was crossing for my fingers for that to happen anyway so unfortunately the girl who i was with like she was her time was much more before mine and i think she had to like wait way after me mm. as well But she, you grabbed the same taxi? We, gra- we grabbed the same taxi ah, and we went nice. together. 
Um, but I think because she was late, she just had to wait. Mm-hmm. She, she just had to wait. But she said, uh, it doesn't matter because but she said, oh, I work in championship anyway. So it's easy for me just to... Uh, oh my God, you guys <laughs> went by all souls. <laughs> but that, that, that's the thing that like, it, it covers everywhere. Um, and it, it was just so stressful. And I don't think I've not had an immigration session where it has not stressed mm. me out in one way or the other. And it's, it's hilarious to think that some people probably go, oh, no, it's so super simple. They do all of this, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, because maybe you don't have to go. Those of us who had to go and do it ourselves mm. or have to go there ourselves, it's, it's a nightmare. It's a literal nightmare. And because of all the numbers and the glass bars and the, mm. the, the, the ringing out and then all the official people and no one's smiling, it's like stamp, print, uh, man one, blah, 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 yeah. this, 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 this. It just feels like you've you've done something wrong. Yeah. And you feel uncomfortable. But congratulations to you for achieving the F the, the visa joy. And I think that's that's part of the reason why I, I asked that initial question beforehand about um, does your ethnicity make a difference? Because hmm. uh, those who, I've, I've explained this in the previous podcast, but, but if this is your first time uh, uh, listening to my podcast, uh, an E2 visa is a language instructor visa. And if you want to come over to Korea to teach a language, you have to be from specific countries mandated to teach that language. So as an English speaker of me teaching English, I have to be from one of the seven countries Mm. that they have mandated to be official. Which actually makes no sense at Mm. all, I will say. Because I, do they ask you for have certain education level or something? So what they asked for, they asked for initially, you have to have um, up to like secondary high school education from one of those seven countries, first of all. So then. So. So. Being born and then. Yeah. Until secondary. Secondary. I think also you must have it as Actually, no, 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 no. Your degree must be from one of those seven countries. So you must be born from there, you must be from there, and you must have a degree from one of those seven countries as well. Okay, so in the case, I, for example, was born in Canada. Mm. I was born in Canada, then I go... I was born in Canada, then and in the age of one year, I mm. go to Argentina. Mm. I live in Argentina until 18, mm. And then I go back to Canada and do my degree over there in Spanish, mm. not in English. So I still don't know any English. I think they, How they, they still would want your your high school diplomacy in Canada or in an English-speaking uh, uh. place. And you should have a Canadian passport as well. Mm. So, like, for example, I have a friend. Uh, she's from Trinidad, Trinidad and Tobago. But uh, she has a British passport. Um, and like, because technically a lot of these Caribbean countries are still like British territories or American territories. If she wanted to come over and teach, uh, on an E2 visa, teach English, she could do so because of her British passport and British education. But if you had an F visa, it doesn't matter where you are from. Hmm. So you could be like from Sweden, but obviously like a lot of the European countries mm. do speak very good English anyway, mm. good 
English is part of the educational process mm. in Europe. Um, so they could come over and teach English if they wanted to. Um, it, it depends on the company and what they want. Mm. A lot of them, they would demand a native speaker, speaker. Of, of, yeah. of English. But then that leaves out, like, um, I know for a fact there was a time um, a lot of Singaporeans were upset because it meant they couldn't come over to teach yeah. English. But English is an official language yeah. of Singapore. So, like, what what what's up with that? Why couldn't why can't you do that? So, like, do you, are you aware of the seven the seven countries that they accept for for English anyway? Like, if I come to Australia, yes, it yeah, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, Australia, New Zealand, yeah. UK, US, uh, Canada. I've missed out Ireland, South Africa. Mm. So, those are the seven countries that you had to be from. Um, like if you want to speak Spanish or if you want to learn Spanish, I don't know about the Latin American countries, but definitely Spain. Like you have to be from Spain mm. to teach. And maybe they have a mandate for other Latin American but, countries, but I'm not sure. But I will say that the like Eng English or language wise, um, the um, still the English is the, how can I say, have a different, I mean, as a visa type, mm. E2 visa, it's only for English, you know? It's not for any other oh, no, E2, languages. E2, you can get uh, Chinese E2s. And I I know someone who was on a Spanish E2. It's a language instruction Because visa. what I know about E2, that it's only for English-speaking uh. countries. Because if you want to teach Spanish, and this is a fact, if you want to teach Spanish in Korea... Mm. And this is for all my Latino people who is listening to yes, me. Please, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe this can help you guys. But what I heard that for teaching Spanish as a, not even like a teacher, it could be a Hakuan, uh, yeah. like a um, language instructor, academy, academy yeah. or whatever. You must have, um, it's count in the E7 visa. Oh, really? Yes. Which... Because the E7 visa has a different segment, mm. which is for teaching languages who, which are not English. Which is interesting because I know someone who is Spanish mm. and got an E2 visa as a Spanish language instruction, uh, instructor. So the understanding, I, I'm pretty sure you can get a teacher in the E7 visa as mm. well. Because actually that's a lot more le a lucrative because I think mm. a lot more... Um, you can teach teach mm. on an e7 mm. visa so you're not just uh, limited to the language yes you can teach maths or science or something yes. like that but e2 is specifically for the language itself yes, so um i didn't maybe, know that so I, but I, maybe, I, maybe she made a mistake because actually the people i know who is living in korea teaching in spanish they have to go buy a e7 visa with the sponsorship mm. and all the things with that means to be fair it's probably better <laughs> Let's put it this way. I, mm, I think yeah. I think A7 but, is more so, so, so that's the point I wanted to say because I still think that English, like language-wise, mm. is very important in Korea. But also, I'm sad to say that it, they have another level, like another priority. They mm. are count as something better. Mm. I mean, being English teacher in Korea is way better than being Spanish teacher. Let's be honest. And th that's why, again, I yeah. asked that question because yeah. there are certain. So there are, there are certain nations, certain nationalities yeah. 
that are more looked up towards. Like yeah. if you are an American, mm. that's like the creme of the Be- Because I think they go by standards mm. because that's why I heard that they want to focus on because if you teach English in Korea, they want to... They want to be sure that the people who is teaching is actually teaching the right way to speak Mm. English because I'm not saying that people who study because there is a lot of people in Chile who speak very good English and they study English as a major Mm. and they are English teachers and they are pretty good, you know, whatever. And I think about them, and it's like they also have an opportunity to teach here in Korea. Why not? Because they can speak the English. Mm. They they teach them like pronunciation. Mm. There is even in Chile we have some university who just teach you like the British way of mm. English, and mm. there are other ones specialized in American wise. So still, English in in Korea has this like priority. I I don't know what is the English correct word to say that, but I think it's maybe in a like in another level and the all the other languages has to pass by and also the requirements mm. that I heard for the like non-English ones mm. is very high as well the mm. requirements I think maybe the word you're looking for is like stigma like there's there's this perception of a particular yes. type of English yes like the prime English speaker like mm. even a few you you probably know this but a few years ago they were a lot of academies and a lot of teachers were requesting that the person has to be American or has to be white. Thank you for saying that because I was about, really, I was about to say that. But I mean, and this is a hundred percent true. Yes. It probably only stopped about, disgusting, disgusting. It probably only slowed down about two years ago, but a lot of academies had this image. You can still read some posts in in Facebook groups. Like we are looking to, white american mm. pretty woman Mm-mm. to i mean i'm i, I have nothing against like white uh, american but pretty women but, but i don't think that yeah, yeah i don't think that's a, a limitation mm. to you to teach a language mm. it's like but for the most part it's all about image that's what it is it's image and let's let's be fair when it comes to education and career it's not necessarily about being able to speak english but being able to test well in English is all about the exams. Um, so speaking actually is not a priority. It's just so you, you can check off the tick boxes yes. and say, oh, I can do this. Yes. Where it's the priority is being able to read, is being able to test well in grammar. Mm. Like the sunung, like the, the, the English examinations, I've done a practice sunung on English. And I remember sitting there and I was able to do the test but I was like, what kind of English is this? No one, not even academics, read or write in this particular way. Mm. It's difficult for the sake of being difficult. Mm. So, like, God bless my kids and my students who are actually very conversational mm. and they love to talk. Mm. And we talk all sorts of rubbishness because, you know, it's all about the speaking. But once they get to, like, middle school, a lot of that love of speaking goes out the window because then it goes into the concentration yeah. of testing and all yeah. of that. So then for the most part, having a speaking teacher is all about the image. So yeah. a lot of these academies would be like, oh, we've got this lovely blonde-haired, blue-eyed American. They can teach you the proper way of pronunciation and say the and the. The amount of times I've had students tell me, oh, but teacher, why are you saying the? It should be the. And I'm like... Who's the native English speaker here? <laughs> Are you, young child, trying to correct my English? Sorry, teacher. Like, 
And that, that, uh, because they're American way. Yeah, exactly. Or, or that's what they've been taught in school as proper English. Uh, okay, so this is my time to make the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the, for the English teachers uh, over here. So, uh, which, is, which is your perception about Koreans, like directors from schools or whatever, in terms of uh, teaching English? They prefer like the American accent wise to teach or they are open to other kind of accents because Australian ones, Canadian, we, we know mm. all different, yeah. but I don't know how's there. I think it depends on the academy and it depends on the person. It mm. depends on the end goal of the academy. Where I am is actually very good because we have had teachers um, from everywhere. Um, mm. Two of my teachers are sadly leaving for different reasons um, come the end of this month. But um amongst our team was one American, one Brit, myself, and one South African. Mm. And before there have been Irish people and there have been, um, I've met an Australian in who worked in the Our Sister Academy. So he, our, our guy is very much all about, you know, the different kinds of exposure of different kinds of English because mm. he knows there are different kinds of English. But there are some who are like, um, like, It's basically what you get exposed to on media. Mm. You're only expo exposed to a certain kind of English and a certain level of English. And a lot of that is going to be American mm, English. Of course. So um, they they are, they may not have that outward prejudice, but they will have that. They would probably pick an American person over a British person if they had two CVs mm. and they looked exactly the same. But then if it came down to the country, they'll probably pick, pick the American one. What I say to my students Um, is that be exposed to all sorts of English because it's not just the native speakers who can speak English, it's people from all over, all around the world. Yeah, of course. Being a British person, we're surrounded by people from all sorts of nationalities yeah. and all sorts of pronunciations. Americans as well. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. So then you have to be used to all sorts of English. Uh, <laughs> hilariously, I had a listening exercise with my class uh, last week uh, where there was a girl who was Japanese and she was doing a reading passage in Japanese. And my students were like, teacher, we had no idea what she was saying because of her pronunciation. Mm. She was pronouncing things in a Japanese way, but she was still speaking English. Mm. And I was like, guys, if you want to get good at English, you're going to have to yes. listen to all sorts of English yes. because we Absolutely. are all not the same. Absolutely. And, and then my, and, and even my students who say, oh, teacher, we love your British action. I said, no, 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 no. There is no British accent. There's no such thing. There are at least 40 different accents recognized in the United Kingdom alone, and probably even more than that. And we're, we are the same size as South Korea. Mm. So if you like how I speak, it is because I'm from London. If you like how, if you like certain person, if you like, um, I don't know, Cheryl Cole, Or whatever, Cheryl Tweedy, whatever she is Birmingham. now. Birmingham. She's like, yeah, like Newcastle. Mm. There's the Birmingham accent. There's Liverpool mm. accent. There's all sorts yeah. of stuff. You gotta, you gotta try for those ones. But then again, my academy is like the highest in the area, so we get a lot of these rich kids, these specialist kids who want to go to like English language high schools, like those really private elite ones. So, and they probably came from like overseas. Like I had one student who was in the private school in Hong Kong before he came to the game to Korea. And like he spoke in English is absolutely fantastic. Shout out to Chris. Chris, if you're listening, well done. Congratulations on getting into your high school. Uh, stop your sister from listening to WAP, please. <laughs> 
Hello, Grace. <laughs> but um, yeah, those kids are like they they care about uh hmm. conversational English, but it's it that's a, a a niche thing when it comes to things in the country. But speaking of like working and jobs, just to, mm. like just to summarize and to you know give some encouragement, you yourself are a, uh, a man from South America, um, and when it comes to uh, a lot of people having you know the K dream, wanting to come over, they see you, they follow your YouTube channel, and they are inspired. Mm. What kind of message would you like to give to? Um, those people, male and female, who are from where you are from, who have no idea where to start, but they do want to come to Korea and achieve their dreams. What inspiration can you give to them? First of all, I mean, I I don't want to pretend to be this kind of, you know, positive uh, message giver, like, mm-hmm. oh, everything's going to be fine. Yeah. You can We want realism on sort of Yeah. Um, no, it's difficult, but it's not impossible. That's the first thing I want to say. The second thing is that if you have a goal you want to achieve, like short or long time, whatever, work work for it. You can, I mean, the best way to come to Korea first, I will say is as you did, as I did, like first as three months mm. for traveling, see how it's around, if you really like it, yeah. how is the experience, maybe those countries who has working holidays, Chile have, UK also have. Yeah, that's how I came in the first place. Yeah. yeah, there's a bunch of countries. I think it's a nice experience. Um, but finally, I would like to say that, I mean, we all like the K thing, you know, mm. K-pop, K-dramas, everything. That's yeah. fine. That's pretty good. But to be honest, at this point, the reason why I came to Korea is because also I I I love like the K-pop culture, mm. like the groups and mm. everything. And of course, if I could be like more near to go to a concert or mm. to a live show, it's fun, you know. Oh, mm. great! But I also have to be honest that most of my present and mm. what I want my future to be. Mm. It's uh, it's basically based because I want to uh, achieve a lot of dreams as a personal, as in my workplace, mm. and as a career. Mm. So I will say that's the most important thing, to have your goals and to think that the K thing is mm. fine, mm. it's okay, but it, it, it has not... It has not to be the the main thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the center of of, of mm. the thing because, for example, we are having a conversation now. Mm. Tomorrow you have to go to work, okay? Mm. Uh, or no, let's be more realistic. We was both working, mm. and then we got an offer to see one one two years ago. Yeah. So it was like, do you want to go to see one one? Which was amazing experience, yeah. by the way. <laughs> but we will talk about that in another podcast. But yes, yeah. yes. But and then we just take a bus. Mm and go and mm. you see the group you like yeah. so that's the thing I, I want to express that that kind of thing is amazing mm. you know like i can just go to jamshil and go to concert i mm. will, can go to kbs and go to music bank for example mm. or i can go to this thing and you know that's the f- fun thing but also you have to think about your future you have mm. to think about where you're going to live how you're gonna eat mm. if you're going to miss your family i had a bunch of friends who came here and 
they got disappointed yes in certain way uh because they didn't expect it to be like that way mm. in the sense i'm living now i will say that it's fun to have be surrounded by k-pop stuff and everything but i will be honest and say that the most important thing for me now is to be stable mm. to have uh, something where it have to be mm. and i think that's the most um, like my final message mm. that if you want to do something work hard for it mm. it's not impossible you can do it everyone can do it it's not going to be easy uh, but it's on you to get to it you can see vanessa you mm. can see me you can see all our friends mm. other youtubers even mm. or not even youtubers like just foreigners living here who because it's like a trend being youtuber yeah, yeah, and yeah, foreigner yeah. in korea exactly. yeah, <laughs> but, true, true. but they all do the same and i think it, it it's like other foreigners who go to my country to live or the mm. foreigners who go to uk to live or mm. uk's people who come to korea to live i think we are you know in in a point now where people is just moving all around the world mm. i came from a family which they are immigrants yeah. i'm an immigrant i'm all the way being immigrants mm. um i'm always felt in nowhere mm. but at the same time feeling that i need to be i need to make my identity in somewhere yeah. i don't know that thing yeah. but yeah i will say it's possible yes well that's it for this episode thank you so much to sebastian aka seba for uh, his input on his life in korea and of course for any of my soul fam who does not know about you where can they find you what what social media do you have um i have my youtube channel which is called chipoyo mm -hmm. you will see a bunch of bts related stuff because i'm a very <laughs> hardcore fan mm -hmm. uh, but if you want to maybe more like daily life or mm -hmm. random very random stuff you can just go to my instagram which is a welcome to the panoptico i will leave the link in the vanessa's video yeah, 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 yeah. So i'll put a link on 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 my my uh, podcast for that but thank you so much Seba for that it's been an interesting conversation thank and you I for hope... having me <laughs> no problem <laughs> and I hope all of you have found it really interesting and you know what if you have any questions for myself or for Seba just let us know we'll be happy to have that conversation you know don't forget to check out my socials I am on Twitter uh, and on Instagram Soul Nessie I am on my poor leftover youtube channel and on facebook soul to soul and as always i will see you on the flip side bye soul fam catch you later bye bye, -bye. and if you liked that episode of soul to soul why not subscribe and follow this podcast on whatever streaming service you were using to listen i'll see you in the next episode slaters